0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Great Lakes Debates Podcast. I'm Harrison Smith. And I'm Jake Worden. And thank you so much for tuning in to our second episode. Last time, we talked about all things Minnesota Twins, and this week we're staying on the Minnesota train, and we're going to be talking about the Minnesota Vikings.
1: The Minnesota Vikings have seen lots of change over the past two years, with hirings of new head coach Kevin O'Connell and new general manager Kwesi Adolfo Mensah.
0: Before we get started, I do want to apologize. I am a bit congested. I've been sick the last couple of days, but by next episode, we should be good. It's okay, Harrison. I forgive you. You bet.
1: Anyways, going into our first segment, we're going to be going over all the draft picks that General Manager Kwesi Adolfo Mensah has made because he's kind of been under a lot of controversy from
0: some of the picks that he's made. The 2022 NFL Draft was Kwesi's first exposure as a Minnesota Vikings GM. His first pick was Louis Sign, who we took with the 32nd pick of the draft. Jake, what would you rank this? I can't give it anything
1: higher than a D- minus right now because the thing is, Quincy traded back in the draft to get more draft picks and take Louis Sign, but the thing was he had safety Kyle Hamilton right in front of him, and Kyle Hamilton right now is one of the best safeties in the National Football League. Louis Sign had a Pretty bad injury his first year, and has just never seen the field since. So I can't give him anything higher than a D minus. I don't
0: disagree with you. However, it is important to note that he traded that 12th pick for the 32nd, 34th, and 66th pick, and he used those picks to acquire Lewis, Sign, Brian S. Moa, and Ed Ingram. Does that make it worth it at all?
1: Yeah, a little bit more. I think um, Ed Ingram, we'll just go over him next while we're talking about him. Uh, I think he's been solid so far. He had a rough start to the season, but so far I'd give him
0: a C-plus or a B. Yeah, he's had questionable moments, but he's really been consistent. Knock on wood, he's been healthy a lot. Um, So I think it's a good pick. Um, Andrew Booth Jr. was selected with the 42nd pick. What do you think about him?
1: Andrew Booth, I feel like his first season with us was really uh, unfortunate. He didn't have... A very good showing as a rookie i think rookie a caleb evans outperformed him but this year he's been showing a little bit more progress as a cornerback so i'd give him probably
0: a c yeah caleb evans has been great um i think i feel like he's had a little bit of a sophomore slump especially in the middle of the season but you know he's still really promising and i'm super high on him i give that draft pick i mean what b plus yeah i'd give a caleb evans a b
1: plus all right in the fifth round he selected running back ty chandler Uh, Harrison, what are your thoughts on Ty Chandler so far this season?
0: In the absence of Cam Akers this year, he's been great. He's stepped up. He's super explosive, way more explosive than Alexander Madison. So time will tell with him, but I really do like him.
1: Yeah, I think in the fifth round,
0: he he had some pretty good value. So I'd give him right now at least a B. To sum up the 2022 draft, he selected Jalen Naylor and Nick Muse, who have both been pretty promising, but they haven't been really noteworthy.
1: Yeah, Nick Muse has kind
0: of seen the field only
1: in preseason, and Jalen Naylor had one really great game against the Packers, but it was in blowout. It was when we got blown out like 41-3, to three, so it doesn't really mean anything to me, so
0: we'll see how those guys pan out. All right, 2023 was super exciting for me. We drafted Jordan Addison with a 23rd pick. Sorry, guys, the bell
1: just went off for our school, so ignore that, but... Uh, Jordan Addison, I can't give him anything lower than an A minus right now. Like when Justin Jefferson was on the field, he was still producing, giving us big plays, and he just really took a b- even bigger step when Justin Jefferson is off the field. So he had that huge game against the Niners, and he's just been really consistent ever since. So I, yeah, I'd give him definitely an A minus. This is Coesy's first like big success as a draft pick.
0: Yeah, I love Jordan Addison, and I think it makes it even sweeter when you consider who was taken above him. There's been a lot of busts in this draft at the wide receiver position. Yeah, Quentin Johnston has been pitiful for the Chargers. And prior to this year, it was thought to be one of the deepest wide receiver drafts ever. So the fact that we boomed on this pick was super good. Makai Blackman was the next draft pick all the way in the third round. Uh, he's been really good. I'd give it B-plus maybe. Uh, he stepped up in the absence of Patrick Peterson. He's had more and more opportunities as the season has progressed, and he hasn't really let us down yeah i think so far he's really just
1: been a solid guy that he doesn't necessarily start games but different packages sometimes brian flores uh requires him to come in and make some plays and i think he's done that he's gotten burnt a couple times but that's gonna happen if you're a cornerback in brian flores's system but yeah i like the promise that he shows and i think this is a really
0: solid pick out of the third round He's also a rookie. So like for these guys, we can't judge them too much because rookies in the NFL do take a while to progress. I feel like fans need to really know like consider that because I mean, I'm going to cut this. Because Makai Blackman, he's had really good moments and he's still a rookie. Like once he gets to progress, he's going to be even better and I can see him as all-pro cornerback. All right, in
1: the 4th round, Quasi selected Jay Ward out of LSU. So far, we haven't seen much of him as a cornerback, but he's done some pretty solid things on special teams this year, and I wouldn't mind if he just carved out a nice, solid role as a really good special teams
0: weapon. Yeah, again, these guys take time to progress, so we might not see them for a couple of years, and that's okay.
1: Yeah, if he ends up being like a Chris Boyd type of safety from last year, or cornerback, I think we he'd do well on that role. Jake, what do you think about Jared Hall? jaron hall i was actually a little upset to see him go down in that falcons game and josh dobbs step in i think that he showed a lot of promise on those first two drives but we'll have to see how he progresses throughout his career i mean it's kind of hard for a quarterback especially a rookie quarterback to judge them after they only played like three drives but so far i like him a lot more than like kellen mond or whatever we've drafted in the past couple drafts as backup
0: quarterbacks It's hard to like someone more than Kellen Mond. He was not good. No. Jaron Hall, you know, he's exciting for me. I really like him. Again, I was very sad to see him go down. Um, Age is a concern for me because he is on the older side of rookie quarterbacks. But, again, he's just been really promising. And I feel like any quarterback can really thrive in Kevin O'Connell's offense. But we'll see. He is very exciting. Um, Lastly, I want to talk about the undrafted rookie, Ivan Pace. I think he was such a big boom. Probably the best value pick or signing from Queesey
1: for sure. I think that he really just found a diamond in the rough. People didn't want Ivan Pace because of his size. They thought he was too small, but overall, he's done really great things for this offense as Hand has kind of just been like the Mike
0: linebacker throughout these past couple games. I've seen pictures of him on Twitter, Jake, where he's just surrounded by a bunch of guys and has said, Ivan Pace made the tackle. And it's really hard to believe because of that snapshot. You'd think there's no way that he would get a tackle but he did and it's pretty crazy so that sums up the drafts for
1: kwesi adolfo mensa so i was reading this article by purple ptsd that said that in both drafts kwesi had combined for a total of nine trades which is about four or five trades per draft wow and it's kind of hard to analyze that now as a team but i really think that it's good to have somebody who's active on draft day and is willing to get value out of all of his picks
0: yeah it's good because if you don't need that one person say at the 12th pick like we did in 2022 you can always trade back and get multiple guys that impact your team like you did in 2022 all right jake so do you think that the vikings can make a playoff push with these newly acquired draft picks i definitely think the playoffs
1: are in our cards this year and that brings us into our next segment Harrison, what do you want to see from the Vikings that you either didn't see or what do you not want to see that happened in the
0: playoffs last year against the Giants? Yeah, the Giants game was ugly. Uh, We played very conservatively, I feel like, and our defense was obviously a big letdown. I think the biggest difference this year is we have Brian Flores and not Ed Donatel. Ed Donatel was horrible. Um, So, yeah, I think we have really unlimited potential as far as the playoffs go even without Kirk Cousins I think whether our quarterback is Josh Dobbs or Jaron Hall heading into the playoffs I really think we can make a run like the Eagles did with Nick Foles.
1: Yeah what I want to see that I kind of didn't see last year in that Vikings game was I want to see us use our weapons a little bit more like if you remember that game Delvin Cook was not a factor Justin Jefferson was not a factor I think we need to find ways to get those guys involved and make plays so that we can be successful. You know what I did like about that game? The Vikings wore their purple-on-purple purple home jerseys, oh, no. which I think are awesome. I do not like those at all. You don't? I do not. I would give those like a very good grade if
0: we were grading them. I would give them like an A. I think- all right, so why don't we just do the whole uniforms then? Because I all feel right. like we're going to disagree on something. Okay, okay. All right, so the first one is our home primaries, purple jerseys, white bottoms. What do you think?
1: I mean, these are just, like, an iconic jersey. When I see these jerseys, I think of, like, Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen because that's when I probably started really getting into the Vikings. But I think that these jerseys are just a clean jersey. Like, they're nothing special, but I'd give them probably a B
0: tier. Yeah, you can't go wrong. I think it is B tier, maybe A tier. But, yeah, they're classic. All right, purple, purple, Jake. What do you rate it? Purple, purple. I already said my opinions. I love them. A tier. D tier, maybe C tier for me. I don't know. I just don't love it. I don't think it looks that clean at all. But that's just me. Jake, what do you think about white tops, purple bottoms, which is our away primary? Just our normal aways. I mean these are fine.
1: Like they're nothing special. I think other teams have better away jerseys, but I'm gonna say that these are probably C plus tier. I wouldn't I wouldn't there's like there's nothing wrong with them, but there's nothing great about them either.
0: Yeah, I agree. They are a bit boring, and compared to other teams, they're definitely a bit boring. I really like the old Vikings uniforms, the away ones. I think they looked a lot better. I like the Randy Moss ones with, like, the darker p- purple helmet. I think those were nice. I agree. But, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's nothing bad. Uh, what do you think about the whites on whites?
1: The white on whites? I think these these are my favorites, man. Like just They remind me of Justin Jefferson. We usually wear them when we play primetime games away. Uh, I like these a lot. I think they're just clean. The one thing that I do wish that we would have that would be really cool with these is if we made a white helmet and had the horns on the side of the helmets just be purple and then that have the face mask be purple.
0: I think that would be so clean. Yeah, and the Vikings did this last year, and they're doing it again this year on Christmas Eve, I believe. A whiteout game where the fans are white, the Vikings are white. And I know the Vikings got a lot of flack last year for not doing a white helmet, but I would love to see that. I think it would be super cool. What about you, Jake? Yeah, I think the, white, the white-on-white the white
1: game against the Giants last year was really fun. You had that Greg Joseph 60-yarder to win the game. I just think it was so cool. But anyways, going into our next uniform, which is the Color Rush uniform. Harrison, what are your opinions about these? It's fine. See, I'm not moved by it that much. Yeah, I like them. They're something different. We usually don't wear them that much, but... I think other teams definitely have much better color rush jerseys. I agree.
0: All right. The S tier, the A tier, whatever you want to call it, Jake. The 2023 throwbacks. Yeah,
1: these, I, I like them a lot. I don't like them quite as much as I white and whites, but I what? still like
0: them a ton. These are by far the best for me.
1: I think they're great. The Vikings are wearing it twice this year. Maybe my uh, perception of them is a little mixed because we got pounced by the Buccaneers that wearing is these true. jerseys. but.
0: Anyways, yeah, these these are great. I feel like every time I see a graphic on Twitter or Instagram, I feel like they use the throwbacks because they're so clean. I just, I'm just i in love with them. I wish they were our primaries. I will say, even though it is my favorite uniform, I think it could be improved if we got the throwback helmet. I know the helmet has like a decal on it that's supposed to pay homage to the old uniforms, but you can't really notice it. And if you look at the old uniforms when we actually wore them primarily, There was a different helmet, and it wasn't the helmet that we wore now, so I feel like it looks a bit displaced. It was like
1: a little different shade of purple, and it was a bit shinier too, and the ones that we have right now are like a matte color. That's the only improvement I think I'd like to see on those uniforms. Otherwise, it's just
0: perfection. Yep. That'll be all for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our second episode. Make sure to catch the future episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and follow the Twitter JHSCreativeCom to see updates on when the episodes are released.